ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. It's the question that's on everyone's mind. How do you live a good life? How much do work, health, relationships matter? What about happiness, meaning, money, and love? What if you're alone or anxious, ill or in pain? These are the questions we explore weekly on the top-ranked Good Life Project podcast, hosted by me, award-winning author, four-time industry founder, and perpetual seeker, Jonathan Fields. Every week, I sit down with world-renowned experts, iconic writers, and researchers, and while everyone from Olympic gold medalists to world-shaking activists, A-list celebs, musicians, and more, all with a single goal, to help understand what it truly takes to live a good life and to feel a little less alone along the way. Listen to the Good Life Project podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name's Morgan. And this week, we're celebrating Doctor Who Day, the only way we know how, two days late, and about specific Doctor Who breaking news, rather than coming up with a premise on our own. Yes, that's right. Um, this week, there's been, they've announced um, some exciting news for Doctor Who Revolution of the Daleks, the festive special, which is that John Barrowman's back. Captain Jack is back, as people often said. Morgan, uh, this is possibly something we have speculated about before on the podcast. Mm. This is, I think, technically our third uh, is John Barrowman back episode. One saying, no, definitely not. One saying, yeah, he's back. Is a cameo in this episode. And now this one saying, yeah, he's back again. Um, I mean, you know, w- w- this is exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, it is possibly the worst kept secret in at least recent Doctor Who history. Um, there, there were plenty of clues there um, to see if you knew where to look. But also, I think... Um, the manner in which Fugitive of the Jadoon played out, where Captain Jack met the Doctor's fam, but not the Doctor herself. Um, he, he had to come back, right? You had to have a, a you know that moment where Captain Jack meets the 13th Doctor. And it, yeah, it's exciting because John Barrowman has, he's referred to his uh, original era of Doctor Who, sort of Doctors 9 and 10, and uh, Rose and Captain Jack as the, the golden era, I think. And, and he's sort of right because... Uh, much as I'm sort of loath to, to think about it, that era is now 15 years old. Mm. You know, it's almost as old as the Sylvester McCoy episodes were when Doctor Who returned in, in 2005. So that era now almost feels like classic Doctor Who. So when you bring back Captain Jack, it does almost have the same impact as when in those days you would bring back a classic monster or, or Sarah Jane Smith or, or the Brigadier. Well, it's interesting as well, isn't it? Like, because you, you sort of... I, I was thinking about this similarly, and we, we, we don't really know too much about the episode, but you feel like Jack almost functions like Sarah Jane did in School Reunion, in that mm. he's a companion from the Doctor's past who kind of knows how things work and can kind of help out the companions. I mean, that's what we do think seems to happen in this uh, episode, actually. Um, we don't know too much, but um, they've said in the press release uh, about John Barrowman joining that he, um, he will be on hand to help the fam as they discover a disturbing plan forming involving one of the Doctor's most feared and dangerous enemies, the Daleks. With the 13th Doctor locked away in a space prison, will Captain Jack be able to help save planet Earth? So it sounds like, from that, um, and from Matt Strevens, the executive producer, who says Jack's there from the start, that basically what we've heard about this episode is the Doctor's locked away, the fam, I can't believe that's their official title, I guess it's better than Tardis team, the fam um, are taking on a Dalek in the Doctor's absence, a little like, the Christmas Invasion or something like that. Mm. And then Jack kind of swoops in a little like 
I don't know, Harriet Jones in that episode. I don't know, I'm slightly losing my analogies here. Um, Jack kind of helps them out. He knows the Daleks. I mean, obviously they've met one, but he kind of knows them a bit better. And he's a little bit more, I don't want to slag them off. He's a little bit more capable, possibly. You know, he's got his sonic cannon. He's got his immortality. <laughs> and he's going to help them out with the Daleks. Um, I mean, what does it say um, that, you know, I, I think it's fair enough that they need Jack to help out, right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, no shade on the current... Um companions at all but jack is arguably a little more um battle ready than graham um <laughs> graham. If you, yeah if, if you're taking on a, a dalek or a whole army of daleks i think captain jack would would prove very handy but also the fact that jack is teaming up with with the fam and and not with the doctor um who's locked away as you said it suggests to me this episode is going to be one big tease or a continuation of a big tease where you had Fugitive of the Jadoon with the Jack cameo where he didn't meet the Doctor. And now I suspect with the Doctor locked away in, in a space prison, you're going to have a lot of this episode is going to be building to, you're going to have Jack meet the fam and then it's going to be building and building to that moment that we all want to see where Jack is reunited with the Doctor. And then yeah, how much screen time are John Barrowman and Jodie Whittaker actually going to have together is the question. I, I, I suspect it may well be that it, it builds and builds to this final act where finally the Doctor is free, Jack and the Doctor are, are reunited to take on the Daleks. I think that's interesting because I remember when Fugitive of the June, the Fugitive of the Jadoon came out, um, I was quite surprised that uh, Jack didn't meet the Doctor. And then I was like, that's kind of what made me think the rumours about him coming back for Christmas were probably true because I was like, why would you bring him back and not do that unless you wanted it to be a bigger deal, unless you wanted that to be the kind of big thing of the episode. Um, so I feel like maybe they do want to kind of keep delaying that gratification a little bit. I mean, you know, these special signs are a bit longer, so maybe they could have like half the episode together or something. I mean, but there's a part of me that thinks they're about to meet, they're walking towards, there's, you know, there's space walls between them, these opening doors, then suddenly Jack gets zapped away to another part of the universe. The Doctor goes, oh, well, maybe next time. And then <laughs> the internet explodes. And like Jack like winks the camera as he like pirouettes off into space. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's going to be interesting when when they come together though and like in terms of how much time they actually do get to spend together on screen because as well something else with these specials you're right they are a little longer but a lot of the time they tend to be more sort of action focused mm. right you know I, I suspect that revolution of the daleks is going to be a big kind of action blockbuster style episode it's probably not that much time for um standing around you know catching up and, and swapping stories so it's going to be interesting to what degree we do see the doctor and jack catch up as well you know it's because captain jack feels like a kind of constant presence almost in the doctor universe it's easy to forget that he's missed two whole uh doctors like mm. you, there was never you know jack never met the 11th doctor although there were plans for that uh, at one point in um good man goes to war um jack never met the 12th doctor so it's been a while since they've um since they've been together but i suspect there won't like i say there won't be a huge amount of time for for catching up or oh, what have you been up to uh, since we saw each other last. Although, if we do get a little bit of that, I'm hoping a little of it comes from comes from Jack because we, we we've not actually you know I know that there have been books and, and comic strips and, and and audio dramas which have sketched in a little of, of what happened to Jack after Miracle Day. Um, I, I, you know I believe you know, some of those stories have him returning to Cardiff and forming a new a new Torchwood team. But I think it would be nice you know. Talking pure TV canon, this is the first time we've seen Jack back, you know, post-Miracle Day, bar that Fugitive of the Jadoon cameo. It would be nice to get a little bit of um, backstory on, on where he's been 
you know, sort of in the interim, especially because it seems as though he's not earthbound anymore. It seems as though he's gone back to being more of a sort of space-faring hero, which raises a lot of questions as to what's happened to him since and what's happened to Torchwood since we saw him last. Is that a backstory or a Jack story? <laughs> Copyright uh, Radio Times. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that, obviously, like you say, you kind of don't want too much of like, oh, yeah, I was off in the Medusa Cascade, you know, checking stuff out. Um, my big question, but, but also you kind of do want those those questions answered i mean what has he been doing i think it's a fair question i mean it could also be that it hasn't been as long for jack as it's been for us even you know it's mm -hmm. like where does it fit in you know because jack's immortal um you know it's it's very unclear like how long he has been living i mean this could be jack who's a lot older than the version we knew or it could be jack who's pretty much the same as the jack in miracle day question i have is did he ever look up a shielder you know is jody whittaker going to be like by the way look out for someone who looks a lot like aria from game of thrones um <laughs> She is also living forever, and I told her to look you up. So uh, it would be it would be awkward, like it'd be a really awkward sort of flat share setup if Jack and his shoulder just really didn't get on. Yeah, just because you know they're both immortal, they're both stuck with each other forever. Yeah, I smell a sitcom, like you said. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do that as the next Doctor Who spin-off. Forget Torchwood. We've got Jack and his shoulder flat sharing. Um, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's quite an interesting suggestion that we could find out what Jack's been up to. I mean. The, the big question we always have with John Barron, Richard Clapton Jack, is, you know, what's going on with Torchwood? Would this be a return to Torchwood? I mean, I guess there's a question here is like, at the end of this episode, whatever happens, Jack's there, the Doctor's there, they've met, they've not met, whatever. What happens next to Jack? Because it's kind of like, it's a little different to times he'd been in the series before, you know. Um, it's, it's been a long time since he's been in the series proper. The last time was in the end of time as a cameo. Before that, he was in uh, The Stolen Earth, Journey's End, um, and he was sort of part of a big group. And before that, he kind of performed a similar function within the kind of Doctor-Martha relationship. And then obviously he was in it for a few episodes. We've kind of not had this sort of Jack as a one-off guest star thing before. And all the other times he was there and then left, he was going to Torchwood. So I guess my question is like, why would Jack leave, assuming that he isn't in it anymore? And kind of, does this mean that, you know, he, maybe even canonically, if the series doesn't come back or they don't want to bring it back, is he going back to Torchwood, even if Torchwood, the TV show, doesn't exist? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So very well, roundabout way of asking that. <laughs> well, no, no, because there was always that idea that after being abandoned um, by the Ninth Doctor, Jack was always fighting, wasn't he? To get, even throughout the first series of Torchwood, he was always fighting to get back um, to, to the Doctor, to the TARDIS. And then when he eventually did, he then realised, actually, I've got this now commitment to the Torchwood team in Cardiff, I've got this new life, and he sort of chose, as opposed to the first time where he was kind of <laughs> unceremoniously dumped, he chose to leave the, the life in the TARDIS behind to, to forge on. Now, as you say, why would he, um, having been reunited with the Doctor again, why would he choose to leave? Why would he not choose to, to resume that TARDIS life? Could it be that there is some form of Torchwood that he's still committed to? Or... Could it be that there's there's something else lying out there for Jack? Um, yeah, in Fugitive of the Jadoon, there's there's references to mm, uh, the Alliance. You know, there's so I guess as I said, suggestions that he's become a bit more of a sort of um, spacefaring hero, kind of interla intergalactic crusader again. Um, so so it's possible he has you know his own adventures to to go on to. Um, but you know, it, there's also the possibility, of course, that he could um, return again in in Doctor Who series thirteen.
It's possible. Um, I wrote a piece about this on radiotimes.com, which you can go and read if you're listening and you like reading. Um, basically kind of laying this out, because obviously there's rumours that Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole uh, aren't coming back for the next series. We don't know for sure, but those are the rumours. Um, that would, you know, presuming Mandip Girl did stay, that would still be a pretty big reduction in cast, so they might be looking for a new companion, a new uh, fam member. Um, and, you know, in a way, Captain Jack makes sense. He's just been in this series. Um, he's very popular. He kind of harkens back, like you said, to that golden age. You kind of get those sort of kudos points for that. And it could be quite fun, you know, having Jack around. The sort of flip side of that is, and I don't know if you agree, like, I think Captain Jack has never actually been a proper companion. I mean, this is a slightly controversial. controversial. Like, he is. He is obviously <laughs> a companion. But it kind of yeah. in the way that the Brigadier was a companion. And the, mm. the Brigadier, obviously, like, you know, works with the Doctor and travels with the Doctor, but he isn't the companion. And Jack was always kind of extra, you know, he was there with the most companiony he was, was with the Ninth Doctor. And then yeah. with the Tenth Doctor, he just helped out a few times. I don't know, I mean, d does Jack even work as a companion rather than as like a flashy guest star? Well, I, I think now, certainly, it, the character works best as a as a flashy guest star. You know, you I think Jack works perfect because he is, you know, part of that kind of golden age it, 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 he works really well as a character that you drop in every once in a while and he makes a big splash and then he disappears again because he does now have the kind of the, the you know the, the kudos is that right the right word but he you know he has that kind of buzz around him that like bringing back an old character from the classic series would have so especially for you know a special episode festive special like revolution of the daleks it's fun to drop jack in there for for a guest appearance but i think if you were to have him stick around on a permanent basis that then feels a bit like Doctor Who eating itself. It feels like a sort of an over-reliance on nostalgia, almost feels like a step backwards. It's fun to bring back those elements from the past, you know, for, for special appearances, but ultimately you always want Doctor Who to be, um, you know, creating new characters and new situations and, and pushing forward. So I think were um, Tosin Cohen and Bradley Walsh to leave Doctor Who, I think you want to replace them with new a new character or new characters. But that doesn't mean, of course, that you couldn't have Jack return um, sporadically in future. Like, I, I do quite like the idea that he would become a sort of new version of the Brigadier who pops up every few years and, and gets to meet every new Doctor because that's always fun as well, seeing Jack's reaction to each new Doctor in turn. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that would be fun. I mean, we should also say there's pretty strong evidence that this isn't happening um, because they're currently <laughs> filming Doctor Who in uh, South Wales, as we talked about last week. And John Barrowman is very clearly still in Palm Springs, California. Uh, so unless he's like zooming in, from a different room in the TARDIS every now and again. And, um, and, he, unlikely. and he's gone back to um, being a silver fox at the moment. If you follow um, John Barrowman on social media, um, he's, he's rocking the silver head look again. So, um, you know, unless, unless Jack also becomes a silver fox, not, not, <laughs> not out of the uh, realm of possibility. But. Well, what clearly whatever happens in Revolution of the Daleks is so scary <laughs> that Jack's hair turns white immediately yeah. like, on camera. But, it's it's Doctor Who. They in, in in the horror of Fang Rock, the Tom Baker story, they worked out a sci-fi reason that um Leela's eyes could change from brown to blue, just so that Louise Jameson wouldn't have to wear um painful contact lenses anymore. So I like I'm sure if, if needs be they can work out a, a ludicrous sci-fi reason why Captain Jack's hair would turn silver. I mean he looks great, so it's a good maybe, look. maybe yeah, maybe embrace the silver, the silver fox. Look. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think it could be interesting if, if he did come back sporadically like that, kind of like he used to. Like, it would also be fun, you know, I mean, maybe this is just the start. I've seen some fans on Twitter sort of saying, is River Song next? I think that would be quite interesting. I think, you know, we've we talked a little bit about like, the way Jack reacted to the Doctor changing gender 
was like he kind of took it in his stride you do wonder if the doctor's like wife would see it differently um and just what they've done out between those characters with that and then you know there's other like former companions as well like you know really anything's up for grabs with doctor who because it's time travel yeah i mean the thing with jack though is that he he like his last appearance literally ended on a cliffhanger his, mm -hmm. his last tv appearance on in miracle day so and 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 his sort of relationship with the doctor never reached a kind of um you know a, a, a solid conclusion either you know, it, there was a sense that they could always come back together again so i feel like there's that potential with jack whereas with river unusually for doctor who river really did have a sort of an arc um it, it was like a, a it was a very it was a closed arc <laughs> yeah it was a very doctor who story arc in the sense that it kind of it was it was all mixed up and it went all over the place but ultimately with the husbands of river song it did kind of feel like it had come uh full circle so uh, I feel like a little bit, as much as I enjoy the character and I agree that there'd be um, great potential in seeing River Song meet the 13th Doctor, I feel like, I don't know, it, it would feel a bit more like it was being done purely for the novelty value and less so for the story potential. I feel like there's still real story potential um, with Captain Jack and, and potentially with other characters as well. Like, I think there are certain old companions that you could still bring back. And then there's other ones like if you brought back uh, River Song, if you brought back Rose, those characters that had sort of very definitive farewells to the Doctor, and Rose had two, then um, then th that would feel a little bit more like you were just doing it out of pure fan service, as opposed to, oh, there's an interesting story to tell here. I think you're right. I think it's a really good point about Jack, because I never really thought about his art before, because he was always kind of, he didn't really have that many personal storylines in Doctor Who, he was kind of adjacent to the other ones. He always felt like fairly open to a return obviously within Torchwood he did have kind of a an, a story arc um I, but I feel Morgan you're not being entirely honest with us because the real reason that you're excited for Jack to come back is because I saw on Twitter you want to know what happened to Rex Matheson <laughs> look all I'm saying oh, look, I, I, I I may have said that slightly in jest but also slightly not in jest because the end of, of Miracle Day Rex Matheson, who you may or may not remember, was this character played by uh, Mackay Pfeiffer. He had, he had become immortal like Jack, and he was like, what the hell's going on? Now I'm immortal. That was it. We never hear any more about Rex. And like, that is, that is just to go off on a total tangent, but that is odd when you think about it, that there's so many Doctor Who novels and comic strips and audio dramas. And as far as I'm aware, we have never delved into what happened to Rex Matheson. And no matter what you think of the character, the fact that there is this guy out there who was previously a member of Torchwood, um, sort of, but and, and is, is now immortal like Jack. The fact that that's never even been addressed, I th I do think is slightly odd. That being said, I don't imagine that the Revolution of the Daleks is going to be the place where we finally, finally discover the fate of uh, of Rex Matheson. Like Jack will just, you know, throw that line in there. No, um, see, I'm thinking bigger. Like, yeah, can just opening scene. That just the, the pre-credit sting. The camera pans over, you know, a guy in a hotel room. It's Mac. It's uh, I was calling him Max Rutherson. It's Rex Rutherson. Um, and then the whole episode is just from his perspective. You know, the, the Daleks. What is a big red herring? You know, that would be that would be a, re a real weird flex. But I would I would really much, very much enjoy that. It, it is funny though. As soon as um, the Captain Jack news was announced that he was going to be last night, that he was going to be in. Um, in Revolution of the Daleks, and almost immediately Torchwood was trending because people were not so much, I think it was just me campaigning for the return of Rex Matheson, but people were saying, well, this is inevitably, um, you know, the, the, the next logical step is the return of, of Torchwood, a full-blown Torchwood revival. Um, and although I think it would be nice to touch on the fate of Torchwood, yet yeah, has it been uh, dismantled, you know, in the present day, much like, much like Unit, 
I think a, a full-blown tortured revival, as we've talked about before, is a is is a, is a long shot. Um, especially now that Jack, as I say, seems to have gone back to being more of a sort of spacefaring hero. But maybe we will, as as we've said, maybe we will get to find out a little bit of you know what has happened to Torchwood. Is it still operational? What's happened to Gwen? Even you know you can have a throwaway line in there just to really firm up um, what happened to that character's fate. Probably more likely than. And touching, <laughs> touching in with uh, Rex Matheson anyway. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's, I remember in previous times Jack turned up, he sort of explained why Torchwood weren't helping. Oh, they're in the Himalayas for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that was quite fun. So I, I, it would be nice to kind of get that kind of acknowledgement, especially if he's in the episode for a long time, you know. But um, I guess we'll have to see if that happens. Um, there was obviously lots of other exciting stuff coming from Revolution of the Daleks. Um, the poster they released with Jack uh, showed off uh, a new look at the uh, recon Dalek or whatever they're calling this new Dalek, the sort of souped up version, which we've talked about on this podcast before, but we haven't had the official images. Uh, and next week we're taking your suggestion uh, and we're going to be inspired by that to talk a bit about this new Dalek and also Daleks through the ages, the Dalek design and how it's evolved uh, since it first popped up in the 1960s. Um, we'll also be talking more about other things from the special in the coming weeks. Uh, yeah, so it should be pretty fun. Lots of new Doctor Who content for us to talk about. Uh, until then, I've been Hugh Fullerton. I've been Morgan Jeffrey. Uh, and this has been us saying definitively, this will probably be our last surprise John Barrowman Returns episode, but maybe not. <laughs> Goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. When we feel better, we do better. That simple message is what Feel Better with Tara Styles is all about. We share informative, inspiring, and healing conversations with respected leaders whose work embodies the action of making our world a better place. We also share simple practices based in meditation, tai chi, and gentle yoga that are a relief to breathe along with whether you have time to stretch out on the ground or you're busy getting ready for your day. Settle in and enjoy learning something new that will surely support your well-being, inspire your creativity, and help you feel a whole lot better. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>